have a seat. Thank you all. Okay. Is, uh, is it legal to walk around down here or do I have to be up here? I, I can use it, this uh, unless it's illegal. Well, let me do my three second up, up here important thing. All right. Jesus is king. There we go. Man, that's a good stand. All right. How y'all doing? Good? We should have a good time. Um, Holy Ghost. I'm sorry to you, Mrs. Hogan is not here. Eva. It's my fault. We, we just spent uh, 40 days together. I was there 62 days, and she came over. I, we were in Africa, and we, I preached 82 times in 60 days. And uh, still had time to go hunting. Y'all doing all right? Y'all good? Holy Ghost. Shaka bata, shata barababa. You know what? You know what I do now, right? You know what my job is? It's the people who enforce the rules. I'm the guy sent to bother them. <laughs> Mainly because I can do my job and they can't. But they got all the rules. Let's go ahead and get to know each other. Since it's my turn to talk, you'll have to know me. I am 67. I'm an eighth generation preacher's son. So I've had enough with religion. I was born in a swamp in Louisiana and grew up with alligators and things like that and catching them and eating them. And so I'm not afraid of very much. The only thing I found, now that we have churches in every continent in the world, is a good thing uh, to stay long enough to do the job. I found out that the militant groups, the rebel groups, they're not to be afraid, you're not to be afraid of them. But there is a thing out there I found you should worry about. I'm married to one. <laughs> they're called grandmas. Grandmas? I don't know. I just can't seem to get a get a get it by grandma. Grandma just won't listen. 
and un under the right love circumstances, they're almost 100% right. <laughs> now we work in 16 war zones, and I'm not afraid. So that should talk to you. Don't mess with me. I'm not playing. I'll try my best to get along with you. I like you. I like your Buckeyes. I like your... I do. But if you mess around, LSU will beat you. Now, I'm not a fan of LSU, but they seem a little tough this year. This boy up here is from Alabama. Stand up and say, roll tide. Go on. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. I boo him every day. <laughs> See, you don't like talking about this kind of stuff, but the difference is I can raise the dead and you can't. I figured something out. There was years of seeking God, uh, thinking a whole bunch of rules and a whole bunch of different ways, trying to sort it out, what's right, what does he want, he won't tell you, but he really likes it when you lay on the carpet and wait till he comes. He really likes that. And I want to tell you, I really like my wife. We've been married 48 years. This is one of two of our sons over here. We all stand up and say hello. Yeah. These boys work, we work together, we're a team. It's nice to work with your family, even if it is a war zone. Holy Ghost. Shakaba. So I'm not friendly with arthritis and cancer and diabetes and blindness. Do you understand that? And so I want to I wanna sort you out, so I'm going to talk to you softly for a minute. I want to tell you that it's nothing to do with us. It's only Jesus. Mercy is what has touched us. It's not figuring out obscure words and meanings that you don't have, you're more knowledgeable than I am. It's just I can do what I know. And I stay with it. And I'm not easy to get along with. But that's not important. What's important is what's happened in the last three months. 2,500 new converts. Hundreds of miracles. I, I don't even know where to start with it. If, you, if, we talk, if we talk about one service, we'll be here for a few hours. We had a, what I like, what I like happened, all of it's important, but I was over in uh, Mozambique, and uh, I was just, fix, I wasn't with the bakers yet. I was going that way. Um... Ms. Heidi likes me to come and teach their school graduation thing because the fire always falls 
and the Holy Ghost takes over everything. She likes that. And, but I was in a place called Beta, Mozambique. It's halfway down the nation from Pemba, between Pemba and, uh, and Maputo. And uh, I'm with Pastor Mario. I didn't know about him and his work. Was, uh, the, the nation has been split again into north and south war zones. Uh, there's a new war. Um, and the, one of the rebel f- factions lives there in Beta. And I, I was wondering why we get to the international airport and we were the only people there. And they pick us up and we go and I, I wish you could have seen what I saw. I'd liked it if all of you could have been there. You need to see it in your lifetime. So let me tell you what it is you need to see. Seeing poor people and war zones, that's easy to do. Look out your front door. But there's, there's a group of people there He told me, sorry we couldn't get a whole lot of publicity about you coming. Uh, It's not going to be very many people there. So I'm thinking like if somebody else would tell me that. And we drive up into the Coliseum that's his church. And there was black faces as far as I could see. There were so many people that the night... And their faces became one. I couldn't tell where the night started and the people stopped. Every third person that I was looking at is infected with AIDS. Every third person that I'm looking at is infected with tuberculosis. That doesn't include the fevers and the different other diseases and the demon possessions and the Different things that will cause havoc in anybody's home. So what do you tell those people? Jesus, brother, praise the Lord. Of course, that's the obvious thing. So I asked him. What do you want? He said, I want help. I said, done. Now you listen to me. I do this every day of my life. I don't dress. I dress like a normal human. But I'm not that. I am a son of God. You hear me? I have value in the kingdom. Heaven is with me. And I like it when y'all look at me when you got your little critiquing, (laughs) judgmental, demonic, religious spirits. I like it. 
It really gets me going. <laughs> it's like mash the gas. Okay. I was talking about the blood of Jesus and how awesome God is. And then all of a sudden people are running now at me. And I, and I don't know what they're doing because it's a war zone. And it got to be like several hundred of them. And they're getting closer and closer. So I finally asked Pastor, what, what are we doing? He said, it's your fault. <laughs> I said, what did I do? I will stop it. <laughs> he said, please don't. You have convinced them that they need Jesus. And, it, and if you could have seen the power of God hit them, because it was like an ocean wave just picked them up and took them. Hundreds of them laying with demons manifesting, people on the ground with AIDS and tuberculosis and leprosy and everything else from there on being healed. So what I need you to say is this, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus I want that. Because that. that's what we are and who we are, sons of God. Now, if you will, stand up, please, again. And we're going to make a couple of declarations. Is that all right? Now, I want you to also know that I'm an athlete. I'm 67, and I'm still active. A few days ago in the Swaratara Mountains, other side of the Pennsylvania line over there, my boys and I ran my, I ran my 35th marathon in five years. So, you may not like me, and you might want to argue, but I can't outrun you. <laughs> I'll wear you down and then I'll go get in my truck and leave. <laughs> you understand how pleased I am? I want you to understand from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, I am healed. 67. No sickness in my body. There's something to this gospel. You don't have to accept these demons you have chained up at your house. Hello? That you keep them at bay with your drugs. I disagree with that. And I should. You need a voice? I got one. Jesus is king. And I'm not against you. Uh, it seems like it because I'm so aggressive. Because it's not, it, experience has taught me to submit to mercy. Okay. I'm not against you at all. 
I wouldn't do this. I'm not here to offend and hurt, but I'm going, I, it's inevitable. <laughs> but that's not my drive. My drive is this. I'm not against you at all. I'm for God. Do, do you understand? All right, that, that's, that's clear in my mind, but it's not in other people's minds. So let's, let's go ahead and with our, our voice, let's make a few declarations in the spirit realm. As sons and daughters of Zion. Are you ready? Lord Jesus, I bless this land. Lord Jesus, thank you for the food I eat. Lord Jesus, thank you for the air I breathe. Lord Jesus, thank you that this land I'm walking on is blessed. Thank you that the water I drink is blessed. Thank you that the devourer is destroyed out of my life. I bless you, Lord Jesus. I praise you, Lord Jesus. I give you rights to me. In Jesus' name. Holy is the Lord our God. In Jesus' name. Holy Ghost. Uh, thank you. Have a seat. Holy. Holy. I like it because I'm healthy. Being healthy is not the same as being healed. I need you healthy. I don't need you living from miracle to miracle. I need you healthy. I need you out of chaos and out of crisis. I need you healthy. I bless you. In Jesus' name. Ladies, my wife and I went, uh, we, we were doing a government thing. Uh, I'm always doing stuff. Uh, it's important stuff. Can't say some of it. <laughs> and so I had to go do a, a, what is it when you get checked with a doctor? Physical. And I didn't have one in like 25 years, so it's, I had to go get one. Doing some stuff for the government. <laughs> and so we go, we set this thing, and, we, we, and I don't do that stuff. And so uh, I'm uncomfortable around hypocritical people. So we go in there, and I got poked and prodded for eight hours. They shaved me and put little things on me and stuck me in these pipes. And, and they took pictures of me and prodded me like I was a horse. I did not like that. 
And finally, the doc calls us in after like nine hours. It's at the end of the day, right? And we're sitting in this room, and in walks the doctor. You know that little twirly thing they sit on? You know, weird, but they all do. (laughs) And he's got two things of paper in his hand. He said, you could have been out of here before. He said, but I thought they got y'all's paperwork mixed up. So I had him do the whole battery again. I said, you. I know what he wants. He wants two Lamborghini payments instead of just one. I said, what is it, Doc? He said, you and your wife, y'all are born again believers, aren't you? I said, excuse me, Doc. Uh, I don't see what's in your concern. He said, you, you don't have to say nothing. I know you are. I said, how do you know that, Doc? He said, we have studied it. I said, what have you studied when people like y'all come in? I said, people like us. How are we? Who are we? He said, you and your wife are one flesh. Every number in my wife and in me were identical. I know, I know. That's impossible. I know. I know. What did that Muslim girl tell me yesterday? I know, right? She must have told me six times. I know, right? Because I'm just talking to her. Yeah, I know, right? Because <laughs> people is not afraid make everybody else afraid. <clears throat> I said, explain that to me. He said, you work out like a madman. Your body is proof. I said, you're right, I do, every day. He said, and your wife gets the benefits. (laughs) And I just looked at my wife. Look, you're robbing me, man. (laughs) Just think if you worked out like I did, how we would be. This is important to you because you don't believe it. Jesus is king. We do not have to be like others. We are sons of God. We're a different cloth. We're a different cut from a different cookie. Jesus is king. Shakaba. ¿Cómo está, hermana? ¿Todo bien? Todo bien. Cristo, todo para mí. Suya, su sangre carmesí. I like that. 
I like that, that he could look at numbers and tell that we were born again. I like that, that I only witnessed to like six people in there. And he wasn't one of them. Until he started talking to me, then I had to start witnessing to him. He called me a Christian. I had to act like one. I need you to let the covenant of God come to bear on your home. I need you to understand that you are sons and daughters of Zion. I need you to understand that what is your neighbor's who don't love Jesus are the same as you. There should be a difference. And it shouldn't be a political party. It should be the mercy of the gospel. Do you hear me? I come here with fire for you. And it's real. Now, there's a new controversy coming. There's been nine prophets speak to me. They have to find me. I don't sit still very long. They've come from six different lands, nations. God wakes them up at three in the morning, says exactly the same word to them, and sends them to find me. We're going to be part, I'm going to be part of the third wave of energy. God says, like has never been on the planet before. I need you to prepare yourself as sons and daughters. Things that are going on do not include you. Jesus is king in your world. It doesn't matter what hell's doing. It matters what heaven's doing. There's, there's a tsunami of mercy, but bad guys are coming. That's not us. We're the positive one. The tsunami of goodness is going to hit us. There will be another division, but with the what's coming now, the greater power is upon us. They've told me it's imminent. I noticed the change we had in the first 20 years of our work in Mexico uh, we, we, we enjoyed great relief from heaven with creation, miracles, dead raised. I mean, everything. I could say anything and it would happen. And then there was a lull. And then the Shekinah glory came on us. And, then, and, and it came in, in, in such a great measure. I thought because we were knocking down a thousand converts a month, uh, starting 10 churches, raising the dead, healing the sick, blind, lame. All these great wonders are happening. I thought, we got this until the Shekinah presence came. And then everything changed. You couldn't, you couldn't like that music you had a while ago would have lasted 10 minutes and everybody would have been knocked out. You couldn't get up and pray one prayer and then everybody's knocked out for eight hours. And this went on for years. And then there was another lull. I'm thinking, we're in sin. Oh, my God, help us. That's not what it is. There's a new energy coming. And like all tsunamis, it sucks out first, and then it hits. 
It's coming. Prepare yourself spiritually. Prepare your people. The will of God will be manifested in Columbus. It will happen. I'm telling you, this is not one of these lesser things. This is going to be a great move. I don't know if it's the last one or not. I just know that I'm going to be involved because heaven is really spoke to me clearly about that and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to submit. We are right now and then soon as these prophets started showing up there was all of a sudden a brightening of creation miracles started happening in our work. It's coming. It's on us. We got this. It's just like any other thing that I do. It's the longevity. Look at your goal. Don't look at right now. Temporary. The pain is not what it is. The walls are not. That's not right. You have trained for this. We got this. We have waited and waited for this. Okay. Now, we'll do a couple of Bible verses so we can act like we went to church so that we can appease religious spirits. It has to go this way, brother. Praise the Lord. Okay, whatever. Holy... So if you will, turn in your book, your Bible, your iPad, your smartphone, or whatever it is. I quit carrying that heavy Thompson chain. You know why? Because I prefer a pair of blue jeans to a five-pound Bible when I travel. Because in the last couple of years, I've traveled 300,000 air miles. With one company, I have two million air miles. So you, you learn to use a one-pound thing that carries 60 Bibles in it in like eight languages. <laughs> holy, holy, holy ghost. I bless you. Some of you walked in here with diabetes and what's the ABC people's name? Hepatitis. And the arthritis family has been ruling your, 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 your body with pain and racking you and hurting you. That's leaving you. The, what's the dots in the eyes? Uh, the glaucoma and the other one, the cataracts. And what's the thing where you have the snake back thing? Scoliosis. That's leaving. Just thought I'd give you a few up, heads up on a few things. Shaka ba. <laughs> so are y'all in Matthew yet? If y'all was prophets, you'd have known that. <laughs> but then one of you said, yeah, I'm going to see your praise the Lord. <laughs> well, see what verse I'm going to. How about it? <sighs> Somebody needs to jerk our chain, I guess. May as well be me. 
Holy Ghost. <laughs> Matthew chapter 1, y'all there? Yeah. Holy Ghost. Thank you, I appreciate that worship. Verse 18, y'all there? Is this all the trinkets? That's not very many trinkets to pray for. If you have some more trinkets you won't pray for, uh, while I'm talking, faith's going to start rising now that I'm fixing to go at it. You're welcome to walk up here calmly and quietly and put some junk up here. I don't want it. My truck's full of junk. I don't need any more. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Holy Ghost. I have to tell you how this started, this thing here of putting stuff up on the thing. I was in one of our conferences in Mexico, and a little old grandma walks up, little Indian lady. She can't speak Spanish. She only speaks Aztec. But gratefully to heaven, I have learned Aztec. And see, I told you, you see, you see? I'm right. Faith builds. It, it, it's, it does it by itself. It just, it's a spirit of God that moves through the folks. And it's real. And uh, the, what happened was she came walking up, and I'm up there standing around about a couple of hundred elders. We got a big thing, a few thousand folks involved. She rolls up on my little bitty grandma, and she's, Indian dress and she can't speak Spanish and she starts talking to me help me brother David what do you need baby she got a whole thing of clothes I, I was taken back because first of all the Indian women don't come especially the mountain women they don't come up to me because I'm not only am I from a different tribe I'm from a different nation and their custom is they don't do that. And so, but she's standing there looking at me right in, the, right in the eyes, which is very unusual. So I'm interested. Because this, this, is, this is off the trail. What do you want, baby? She says, you're going to pray over these clothes. Now, this lady cannot read or write. She has not left her village. This is a miracle. And she says to me, you're going to pray over these clothes, and I'm going to take them home because my entire family is almost dead. A plague came through our village, and I'm going to save my family because you're going to touch my clothes, and my family will be healed. I said, well, baby, I don't know. I've never done it before. I need to check with somebody. Hang on just a minute. <laughs> so I go over to the normal theologians that try to run everything with their rules and regulations. They've learned a few laws, and they think we should all submit to them. I said, all right, I need a verse. And it was that... Verse Acts 19, verse 11 and 12. And so they read it to me, and I went back over to her. I said, we're legal. Let's do it. What do you want? 
put my hands on her stuff, turned around. A few hundred elders that were there with me prayed over it. I was expecting her to sit there with us, you know, a day or two and worship God. She, it took her five days to get there walking. <laughs> See, you don't get it. This is a grandma as well. She's, it, these people are scary. You, you, just can't, you just can't figure them out. I enjoy this. Can you tell? I love this. It's awesome. And she says to me, thank you. And which means thank you very much, Brother David. I'm leaving now. And, I, and, I, and I'm looking at her. But we haven't had a sermon yet. And she never said a word. Just, a little, just walked off with her clothes like she walked in. And I just watch her. She just left. Well, how'd that fella down there say it? Well, what was that? That was in Savannah, wasn't it? Well, you see how I'm not nervous? really dangerous for you. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Shaka taraba shatani. So she went home and we did our thing and a few weeks or so later we was up there in the hills where she, where we have church there close by out of their village and we're doing another one of these things like this, similar. There were people there. And she comes walking up with a whole bunch of folks. She said, I want to tell you thank you because it works. I said, what are you talking about? She said, don't you remember I brought all the clothes? I said, tell me about it. How, what did you do? Five days back. She walks in, the family's almost gone. She decided to put it on the littlest ones first. So she put the clothes on the little one, instantly healed. Right up the line. All of them instantly healed. And she turns around and says, here they are right here healed. They want to say, also, thank you. I said, Amotleno, de nada. And what is that in English? You're welcome. Yeah. Holy. 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 There's just something about that name. Thank you. I feel the power of God. Thank y'all. I feel it. I feel the power. Shakaba. Y'all good? You all right? Got to watch out. I know y'all grandmas. I know y'all. Got to watch out for y'all. 
Got to keep my eyes on the grandmas. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Shatava, katava. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Y'all made it? You need to work on their Bible skills. They seem a little slow. The birth of Jesus took place under these circumstances. Say, I want circumstances. circumstances. See, see, you want God to intervene into your circumstances. See, God sent circumstances. He intervened in some people's life to bring the greatness on the planet. And that's what we got to have. We need an intervention. We need God to touch us. We, we need our circumstances to be charged with the Holy Ghost. It says, when, when his mother Mary had been promised to marriage to Joseph, before they came together, this, all this is important. God does stuff on purpose. It's uncomfortable every time. You'd think you'd understand by now that we're we going to vote him out one of these days. Before they came together, she was found to be pregnant. And in those days, those laws, she was a dead woman. They would kill her. But I need you to understand two things. Circumstances and the end of the verse, it says, through the power. I forgot to ask you if I could use Amplified. Is that all right? Because who knows? Y'all might bring some snakes out here and make me use King James. <laughs> Never know. Don't worry. I can take the snakes. I've been bit three times. <laughs> Maybe you can't, though. She was found to be pregnant through the power. Say, through the power, through the power. Of, the of the Spirit of God. I Say this. I want my circumstances, want my circumstances. In, the in the power of the Spirit of God. Spirit of God. I, want I want my circumstances touched by, touched by the, power the power of God in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. That's what I want. Say it. I want that. I want that. I know what you want. Me too. I want when grandma walks up to me and looks at me and I have never seen or heard of what she's asking me to do. Odd circumstances does not fit profile of what any of us know. But yet God likes to do that. <laughs> Verse 19. Her promised husband, husband Joseph, being a just and upright man, say, God, I'm just and upright. Say it. Because most of us sitting in this room, we are semi-good people. Really, no, no kidding. 
I'm telling you, come out here in the rain on this type, this night, whatever. What is this demon night? What is this? <laughs> Halloween. Come on, man. You, we are semi-good people. I mean, we we want. We're looking for health. We're looking for what can change our community, change our nation. We're wanting. We're looking. We're searching. Joseph was a good man as well. He. He, he didn't ask for God to rip him off. He wanted to be just like any, anybody. Just married a little maiden girl, going about your business about being married and being normal. But you see, God don't do normal. God does supernatural. And we like normal. We want our circumstances not to be interrupted. But if we want God in it, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he going to change things to match his criteria. It don't matter how many of us with this color in our beards, it don't matter how many of us vote and speak and talk and, yes, brother, but wisdom is saying this. Maybe God's saying something else. I'm telling you, heaven wants to touch us. But it's not good enough to me to be okay. Dude, I want him. I, I, want, to, I want my f- face peeled off of me with this. I want so much power flowing through me. My hair is, well, if I, if I wouldn't have cut it off. But Joseph was a good man. Say, that's not the problem. Say it. See, that's not the problem. You you good folks. I know you folks. I go down your Ohio River down at Mississippi. I'm not far from you. (laughs) Not bad people. You wouldn't really try to hurt anyone. Not really on purpose. Well, maybe half of you. Proven numbers. I can't argue with that. (laughs) Say it, angel of the Lord, Lord. appear to me. me. It's not good enough to be a good man. man. I need the angel to appear. I need need to be able to accept the new that's coming. Because it's going to be radical and it's going to change everything. And I want to be part of that cutting edge experience. In Jesus' name. First thing the angel said was, Don't be afraid. Because every one of us in here, we don't want to rock the boat. We, man, we're. We weren't doing good. Jesus came into our world, got us, flipped us around, got us going. We're doing good, and and now we don't want to rock the boat. We want to be a good guy. Heaven's not interested in good guys. He's interested in Holy Ghost guys. We need to change again. 
And if you're going to take this new wave, because I see you, I see how smart you are and how powerful you are. I feel it. Because you are. It's okay. And it is okay. Honestly, I'm, I'm that way myself. I'm smart. I'm powerful. I'm, I'm a good guy. I don't want to hurt anybody. I mean that. Uh, well, that's just simply not good enough. I need the appearance of the angel of the Lord to come into my good world and say, excuse me. Stop being afraid. Let's go. We got a job ahead of us that God wants done. It's only going to change the planet. I was over there at, uh, what's the name, uh, important fella, what's his name, uh, Rick Joyner. Uh, I was over there with them, and, uh, you know, I was trying, because, man, they're important, you know, people. And me, I come from a swamp and live in a mountain in Mexico. <laughs> I don't see my importance. I see, a, I see my need for Jesus. And uh, I roll up in there, places jam-packed, you know, there at Moravian Falls. And, oh, my God, and Bob Jones is out there in, in, the, in the dirt out there. And now I'm nervous to talk. I told my wife, I don't even want to say nothing. What Bob Jones comes back and rebukes me or something. Yeah. Because he might. And she said, listen, if you're not going to preach, let's go home. Because you're my favorite preacher. I said, that's nice. Thank you. I said, but I need you to go over and tell that man, David White, that runs that church there at Moravian Falls. I said, go and tell him I'm not going to talk. That there's, too, there's too many important folks up in here. Let one of them important people talk. She said, nothing doing. You won't even told, you tell him. <laughs> so I went over there and I said, look here, I'm not going to say nothing. He said, you're right. You're going to say a lot. Because <laughs> you preach it. I said, dude, I don't want to preach. Let one of these fancy prophets talk. He don't ever shut up. I saw you blink. <laughs> so one of the problems with being a hunter, you see the leaf move. <laughs> I bless you. Do you understand that? And it's time for us to rise, sons and daughters of Zion, because Jesus is king. And I'm sitting there, and I told him, I'm not going. He said, yes, you are, and leave it at that. So I got up there, did some stretching, and said, whatever. Drew my war sword and just went after it. A few minutes in, guy on the second row over there, didn't know the guy. I had no idea he was right under Brother Rick in this movement. I had no idea. I, don't, I didn't know the guy. He jumps up and starts cutting up like a nut. I mean, right, look how we, y'all know how to do church. Nobody's sitting in here cutting up. Y'all acting like normal religious Christians. <laughs> you know how you're supposed to act. You're doing a good job. 
might not come back tomorrow because I might not be allowed back. <laughs> Trust me, I can take it. I've been shot. I've been left for dead three times. I've been in prison dozens of times, beat with clubs, stoned. You can't hurt me. Do you understand? Jesus is king. <laughs> so it lets a guy like me just be free to just have a good time. Because I feel this is a friendly environment. So this guy gets up. Remember, the, you remember R.W. Schambach? Yeah, he was a friend of mine. I liked him. I'm sad he's gone. He was a good feller. I used to go to his meetings, and boy, he'd call me up, and we'd have, oh, man, I enjoyed that guy. He was just a nut. <laughs> and there he was, this fella. He looked like he was in a Schambach meeting, not in one of these kind. <clears throat> I mean, his legs was moving so fast in his arms, and I'm going, I'm looking at him. I told my wife, this man's a throwback. <laughs> he thinks he's in the late 70s in the Jesus people movement. He don't know he's in the not Jesus people movement. <laughs> now, that was tactful. See there? Bam. I smoothed her over. But it ain't very thick. It will crash through. <clears throat> so here's how it went. He took off running, and I told the, the usher guys, I said, look here, catch him. <laughs> so here they go. <laughs> it's, it was awesome. I mean, it was like, oh, my God, it was the fox and the hounds. <laughs> and finally they caught him. He, but he's still moving, you know, and he, He's supposed to, when, when they catch him, he's supposed to not move. But he's still doing that, moving. And they drag him up there, and I'm looking at him. What's wrong with you? This is not legal nowadays. I remember when it was, but it's not now. Dude, they'll escort you out of here and stick you in the rain. He said, it's your fault. I said, that's appalling. It's <laughs> not my fault. <laughs> he said, you was up there talking. And you seers, I need you to understand the angels of the Lord are fixing to appear to you. Because they're here. And they're war angels. I'm a soldier. And so I said, you're not going to hang that one on me, son. I didn't see him. He said, doesn't matter. Standing right beside you. And he looked at me. The angel looked at the fellow, right? I said, son, what are, you, what are you saying? He said, he walked over and touched me on the top of the head. And when he touched me on the top of the head, you saw what happened to my body. I said, why would he do that? Why wouldn't he touch me? He, I was talking. He should have touched me. <laughs> I don't mind being a spectacle. 
I do this every day. I don't mind it. Jesus is what matters. Come, mercy. Come, mercy, in Jesus' name. We pull you down into the realm of living in Jesus' name. And he says, I said, why would he do that? And I found out, this is what I didn't know. The man that got touched four years ago from right here above his kneecap down, a car hit him and squashed his leg flat. Oops. This happened in Moravian Falls, North Carolina. And when the angel of the Lord touched the guy, he created a new leg on the guy. <laughs> Come, Holy Ghost. Come to us, mercy. And the next day, I'm down there at Fort Mill. And the first thing Brother Rick asked me, what's the matter with you tearing up my church? I don't tear up people's churches. If that needed tearing up, I can. He said, how'd you get the angel of the Lord to come? We've been trying to get that boy healed for four years. I said, I don't have a clue. You the prophet? (laughs) I don't understand it, and I don't have the answer. This is what I do know. Jesus is king. And we invite him to come into our circumstances, even though we're good people. We need mercy through the Holy Ghost. Touch us, mercy. Say it. Touch us, mercy. Come to us. In Jesus' name. Holy Ghost. What time did we start, Jody? I don't remember. I don't know. What time did y'all start playing to be in a seven? Seven. Seven. Uh, So we are. See, there's some things you need to know about your God. Your opinion is not valid. (laughs) Let me read it to you from here. Says Joseph. Descendant of David, don't be afraid. For that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. He's thinking how to save his family, his reputation, his goodness. This woman has messed things up. But it had nothing to do with the woman. It was his God that did that. And God sent the angel to keep him check in check. Say it. I need my circumstances in check. Say it. I need heaven to come with the value of the power of the Spirit. Say it. Look what, it, look what the angel said. She shall bear a son and you shall call his name what? Why in the cat hair? Are you believing everything else but the name of Jesus? 
You believe in food and medicine, doctors. You believe in the will of man, your own will. You believe in things that are not mentioned here. There's only one name mentioned here. It's Jesus. And I'm not here rebuking you. I'm here to enlighten you. You're believing a lie, and that can't happen. The reason God opens people up and pours spirit on them like he has you is for a purpose. And it's not to get along with anybody but him. Do you understand? Jesus is king. And we can do this. We can do this properly. You know, in our work in Mexico, we started out in jail. We started out beat, stoned. And now, in our work, we have senators, governors, deputy governors, in villages, in churches. It's amazing. All Jesus wants is for you to keep seeking his sandals. Everybody asks me the same question. How have you been able to stay on the trail so long? It's easy. I stay on my face. My wife and I fast seven months out of the year, every year. And I'm trying to figure out how to do more. We preach 300 days a year. Are you hearing me? Don't talk to me about being busy. I've run 35 marathons in the last five years, and I've preached in all of the habitable continents three times in the last three years. Don't speak busy to me. It's You need to reprioritize. And his name is Jesus. Excuse me? And this is what it says right here. His, his name is Jesus. The Greek form of this word, Joshua, means Savior. He will save his people from their sins. Say, I want to be saved. Say it. I want to be saved. Say it. I want to be saved. Save me, Jesus. Save me. Come into my circumstances. Send the angel of the Lord. Help me. And all this took place, verse 22, which was spoken through the prophet. 23, the prophet shall become pregnant, the, the virgin shall become pregnant and give birth to a son and you'll call his name Emmanuel. Cual es traducido Dios con nosotros, which means God with us. See, God is with me. Say it again. See me? I believe that. A few days ago, we were in Delhi, India. I, I just can't get over this. Um, uh, we had been up, up 
on the China border, Chinese border up by Nepal in the corner. Man, the mercy of God came on us. There were hundreds of people saved and healed. And they would never have had an opportunity with the gospel. It was so awesome. And so we came back to Delhi, regrouped. In the morning, we're at the, what's the name of that airport? It's the, what's it called? It's not the international, it's the other one. Domestic. We're at the domestic. We're pulling our suitcase up there. We're getting ready. We got to go be another week in an area where they kill Christians, and we got to go. And there we go. All of a sudden, the airport went on lockdown. I'm talking about military guns, and and we're and all of us we get in a pile. We're looking around because it's coming. Something's there that we can't see. Right? And then here he comes. This fellow with all the stuff on his shoulders. He walked right up to me. You're the leader of this bunch. Come with me. I said, excuse me? I didn't know I was the problem. Shut the whole airport down. I don't know what you know about Delhi Airport. That thing's big. Even, even the domestic side terminals. That whole thing is locked down. So I had to go with this guy. And I turned around and looked at my <laughs> bye. <laughs> you, you can't believe how important you are to the gospel. You can't believe how important it is for God to be in your circumstances. You also, you need that every day. Not just in a one-time event, but you need Jesus every day of your life. You need your sins forgiven. And most of you in here say, well, I'm born again. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you after that. If you're breathing, you're on your way to make a mistake. You're called what? You're what's called a human. And we need this fixed. We need mercy to touch us. And I went in there, and boy, that man was serious. He had his hand on that 45 the whole time. He, he was not... He was locked. It was scary. He said, you're a bad guy. I said, I am not a bad guy. I said, I'm not going to tell you I'm a good guy, but I'm not a bad guy. Because I don't believe in good people. But we can be righteous. And in right standing with God. And the majority of the church is trying to be a good person instead of walk with God. That's wrong. Jesus is king. They had, he had all these computers and I was nervous and he took all my stuff and he said, you're going to be deported in the next few minutes. I said, no, sir. No, sir, I have a job to do. I have to stay. And in a minute they come walking out and they said, he's He's clear. Whether this guy was a colonel or whatever he was, no, run him again. So they did it three times, and every time we came up clean. So you need God in your circumstances. And it doesn't matter what the world and their fear is. 
Do not be afraid. The angel of the Lord is with us. For Jesus has come to save us. You hear me or not hear me? All right. So who do I talk to about the picture? Did you get a name? What's his name? Her name? What's your name? I don't care about the picture. I want your name. Ricardo. Me llamo David Ricardo. Que bueno. Ricardo. I need y'all to look up there on that screen. You see that lady? I don't do little videos and that, but I will do a picture now around the planet. I have a whole bunch of them on my phone right here. There's lots of important miracles that you need to know about. This is one of them. Let me tell you where that lady's sitting. She's a village lady. That's what I do. I preach to people that have never had Jesus. I go to the ones that are forgotten, that you left behind in your greatness. But we don't do that. We bring everybody with us. Do you understand? Okay. So that means I have a job. This place is called the Transkei. The Transkei is in South Africa. Because of the color of my skin, if I go there, it's 100% they'll chop my head off. I didn't know that. And I, I was told, you're going to Transkei. So I, I'm the guy that asks questions. What's a Transkei? Why do I care about the Transkei? And why would I spend my money, my time, my team, my effort? Why, why would I do that? Well, Brother David, because we can't break, get a breakthrough. And this is what you do for a living. What other people see, see as hard you don't see it as hard. I said, nothing's hard. Jesus is king. If God said do it, do it. But Brother David, if you go out there, they'll kill you. I say, excuse me? Yeah. You're too noisy. You're, you're, you won't shut up. They'll kill you. I said, well, then I'm not going. I mean, why would I just get in a truck and go die? Well, I mean, what? <laughs> really? Thank you for your encouraging words. That's a lot of confidence. And I'm just going to get in a truck with somebody and watch, they want to watch my head get cut off. So I called my wife. And now here's y'all's problem. Ms. Hogan don't see things like you see it. Nor like I see it. She's a grandma. <laughs> so I call her up. I said, look here. They want me to go out here and it's 100% that I'm going to die. She says to me these words. What proof do you have that you're going to die? <laughs> um, I do not have any proof of that. Not because I am still alive.
She said, just tell me one thing. What did Jesus tell you before you got on the jet? Well, he told me in the beginning, he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature and make disciples. She said, then there's your proof right there. Has it not worked in times past? I said, yes, it has. She said, well, give me a call when you get back. Yes, ma'am. That's all you say, fellas. If you're smart. And so I got in the thing. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit snubby. I'm, I'm mad at these folks for endangering my life without asking me. And. Uh, I don't, know, I don't know why we believe we have that right to choose our own death. <clears throat> so I went and told him I'm going. So we took four or five days to get ready because it's a big deal to go out there. Have to have all kinds of permits. And it's a rough place. So we got it all sorted. <clears throat> We're going. Hit a river. There's a river, right? Normal. We go across it. All of a sudden, woof, spirit hit me. I just stopped the truck. Now, we're just in the mountains, okay? South Africa, right by the Indian Ocean. Stopped the truck. Ta -ta 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 -ta. They stopped it. I said, okay, what is that river right there? They said, how do you know? How do you know? I said, because I came on this side of the river in the spirit of witchcraft got on me it wants to kill me well brother david that river is a territorial boundary of the trans sky i said i'm in why didn't you tell me it was witchcraft <laughs> i wanted to this they can't kill me they, they've tried for years it's only witchcraft <laughs> So, in the, your world, that seems prideful, but I'm still alive, so there you go. <laughs> and so, uh, further we went, the stronger it got on me, and then, man, I'm, I am so uncomfortable. I mean, I'm, and we're getting higher in the mountains, it's colder, it's, everything is against you. Everything. They worship ancestral spirits and witchcraft up there. And so uh, I say, okay. And we're going along. And, and what, what I'm fixing to tell you, I, am, I so apologize to your intellect over. This is not my fault. I'm telling you, this is not my fault. I said no, remember? <laughs> That lady right there, it's not my fault what happened to them. Because I come rolling up in this village, and we are hours from anywhere. We've been four-wheel driving for a long time. I really don't even remember every turn out of there. And I'm good at that. I do this village stuff. I'm pretty good at getting away if I want to. 
Y'all, all of a sudden, a little bitty boy, do I have to say black? Can't he just be a, can he be a human? Is that all right with you? This little bitty boy comes running out, waving his arm. Little, little, in the village, I've never, they don't, this is their second time in the village. And they come driving up. Roll the window down, the things on that side, the steering wheel. Roll the window down. And the little boy looks past the driver and he looks at, he's looking in the truck like this. Well, village kids are not like your kids. <laughs> but this is unusual for them. Stuck his head through the window and he saw me, looked me right in the eyes, pointed his finger. You came. What? What? A... <laughs> there is no sales service. There's no nothing. He said, you're going to come with me. I said, no. No, I'm not going with you anywhere, boy. <clears throat> no, there's a reason I'm still alive in the woods. Because I don't do what little boys say. He said, yes, you've got to come. You've got to pray. And I look at him. How do you know that? Come. So I told Jody, wherever he went, he bailed on me. <laughs> I told Jody, I said, get out the truck. You're going to go. And if there's any AK-47s and machetes, you're going to attack them, and I'm going to run. <laughs> so he gets out. We're walking, we're following this little boy, and all of a sudden, I think, now, where I'm at, they have, I don't, I'm not going to talk about this, they have rectangle house, round house, and square house, and all the houses was full of people, and I, I'm nervous when they come pouring out. There's lots of them, and they're all pointing at me, you came, you came, what does that mean? That's the right question to ask me, because I know what that means. I said, how would you know I was coming? Oh, you're on time. That's one thing. And I look at it, it's 11 something in the morning. You, you knew I was coming at this time. Oh, yeah, and in that white Nissan four-wheel drive. We knew you were in there. Okay. How? The glowing man. <laughs> circumstances. Say it. I want him in my circumstances. I want the angel of the Lord in my good life. Because you understand I have a good life. But I need the angel in my life. Because I like my good life and don't like things to mess with it. No more than anybody else does. Do you understand? But the angel is what the problem is. Because he's going to do what God says, and he ain't listening to you in your good life. <clears throat> the glowing man came through the roof and told them they sent an, God was sending a, a guy from Mexico that raises the dead. He's got a big white beard. He will be here on this day, this time, and this vehicle. 
and he will heal everybody. Oops. I might have got there on time, and I might have been in the right vehicle, and I might have a white beard, but that healing everybody thing, I haven't seen that much. Our percentages are better than others, but that 100% thing is a different baby. <laughs> Say it. I need God in my circumstances. I need the angel of the Lord in my good life. I need the spirit of power in my life. This lady walks out. She looked pregnant to me. I thought it was Sarah because she's about 700 million years old, this lady. <laughs> and only Sarah can have babies that old. And I thought she died, but I found her. So I asked her, are you pregnant? She, no. This, this is a village grandma. She does witchcraft and spiritist healings. She does ancestral worship. She knows nothing about it until the glowing man came. It's important. I reached over and touched her, and her stomach was hard. It was tumors. It was cancer. I said, the glowing man said, what to you? said, you'd heal me. Now get after it. <laughs> How fair. What? <laughs> this ain't right. We know it ain't right. We're going to vote him out. Heaven needs to get a grip on us. <laughs> See there, you sit there. Things are going good for you. You don't want the angel to mess with it. I'm telling you, you don't. Because you're comfortable. God don't do that. I'm telling you, it's great to be blessed and... But you're following the blessings. I can't let you do that. You're not an entitled people. You're what's called the blessed of the Lord. You are sons and daughters of Zion. Okay? Shakaba. That's her healed. You see her? She's healed sitting there looking at us. We had hundreds, I don't know how many hundreds of them saved. They came in. You ought to have seen the lights coming at night, coming to the little tent. The first time I preached the gospel, we had 267 people saved. The first time. We prayed. It was so cold. There was so much ice. Every night, I'd go to bed around midnight. I'd get up at 530 in the morning to go to the toilet. Standing at the gate is a line of people waiting on us to get up. Your God is amazing. All day long we walked and prayed and healed and blessed. You hear me? And they didn't kill us. They blessed us. 
They love us. I was there a few days ago. Oh, you should have seen the miracles fall. The first one, and then I'm going to close, I promise. It's hard to stop talking about miracles. It's so wonderful. Because see, when, the, when, the, when God comes into your circumstances, things change. And you may be a good person, but you need the angel of the Lord to redirect you. And I'm right about this, y'all. Jesus is king. A few days ago, I was there. Same place up there was the lady. They told me I had to go pray for this lady in, uh, that had elephantitis. So I said, okay, I'll go. They said, she only wants you to touch her because everybody you touch gets healed. I said, deal. I'm in. In the morning, we get up, we go. I get there, I walk in. It's a little, it's a hut. It's, a, it's full of people. I'm looking around. There's a lady with the elephantitis. She's dying. She can't walk. Standing right beside her, or sitting right beside her is a Zionist. You don't know what that is. Sitting right beside her is a different devil. It's called a Sangoma, black magic witch. And I'm looking at this Sangoma. I've never had the opportunity to face one face to face yet until a few days ago. And now, much as they hate my kind of people, she's painted white. And I'm, I, that's odd to me, right? So I'm looking at her. What's up with you? <laughs> and she, I'm a Sangoma. I go, yay? What's that? And everybody else is trembling. She is the black magic power of this area. I said, finally. One of you had a little courage, did you? It's my turn to play now. And I looked her right in the eyes. I said, excuse me, ma'am, with all due respect, I am what's called a son of God. And you and your boss are going to buy the farm today. It's over. See, in your world, all the worry and the what ifs and yell butts and the, with the cleansing of the airways, brother, praise the Lord. <laughs> You're never going to get the airways clean. Y'all got them so cluttered now with so many rules. How you going to clean all that up? <laughs> Why don't we just let God do something? Why don't we let him into our circumstances? Why don't we let the angel come in and help us in our little goody good world? You know why I speak in tongues in public meetings? To irritate the rule people. I'm serious. You know why? Because I can get away with it. 
holy, holy. Shola ba 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 ba. Jesus is king. You hear me? We got this. I know that they have millenniums of worship of demons and controlling of principalities and governing spirits. That's nothing for a son of God. Jesus is king. Holy. That lady's healed. Then the, I went to praying for these people, right? Prayed for the elephantitis person first and then the scientist and she got knocked down and then the, the sangoma I walk up I can't wait for this one I mean she's up there she's doing her stuff right and I'm going bring that shakaba sharpen my blade for me shakaba I rolled up on her I hit her dude <laughs> I wish you could have seen her flip through the air. <laughs> she hit the ground. I'm going, oh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> it was so much fun just to go in and tear their little house up <laughs> and put some new pegs in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> we build the house of the Lord here. I went on and did service that night, right? And all of a sudden, they bring that elephantitis lady in there. She can't walk. And so I roll over. It's against the rules, and I'm sorry to y'all, but I wasn't supposed to go on the women's side, but I did anyway. And I told her, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be dead. She said, I don't know. I was sitting there, can't walk, and I just all of a sudden felt like I should go. I said, oh. So, he's going to heal you after all, huh? She's sitting there, can't move, and we, they do this. Uh, the way they move, you have, uh, it's amazing. I, I wish I could show you I can't move that way. These people can show enough throw down, boy. This is the best dance environment I've ever seen. Everybody but me. And I was doing my best, but it wasn't even close. So, all of a sudden, I noticed that the cripple lady was standing on her feet. But she didn't walk, so they carried her home. But the next night, I saw her with my eyes come walking in with two sticks, like this. She come walking. Her house was a long ways away. Here she come with two sticks. And then she's leaning up against the wall the whole time. And next thing I know, I said to her, let's dance. I said, I can't dance, but I know you can. Listen, she left her sticks and come walking. By the time she got to me, she was dancing like everybody else. And then they bring this fella in that what had two strokes and an aneurysm. He can't move. He's, he's frozen. He's crippled. And they set him down over here. And I'm looking at him. I said, you need to dance with me. And, he, and he's looking at me. 
Serious? And then the people tell me, dude, he had two strokes and an aneurysm. He can't do nothing. I said he can do it. All we need is God to interrupt our circumstance. He is our Savior. His name is Jesus. He is God with us. Emmanuel, Dios con nosotros. Emmanuel, God with us. Do you understand yet? The second day, I saw the old man coming in with two sticks. His hands are still turned. His head is still sideways. And he's coming in. And I'm looking at him, and he came all the way up there. He looked me right in the face. I'm going to dance with you. I said, I'm going to let you. He sat down over there, and he's sitting there, and the whole thing broke into a riot again. All of a sudden, he stands up, chunked his sticks. And started picking his feet up. And in a few minutes, he and I are holding hands and worshiping God together. (laughs) Jesus said, I want that. I know what you want, see. And I'm not baiting you. I'm just telling you what's been going on in the last few weeks. Goodness is happening. Goodness is happening. The fire of God is preached in the nations. They're wanting to kill us. And it's not that they can't kill us. It's that God is with us. That that makes a difference. Shakabatani. Holy. So will you stand up and let's do something else? <laughs> so I don't know what y'all are used to. So you have somebody that can hit them things up there and talk about the you know blood of Jesus song of some sort. <laughs> Excuse me? Oh, Well, here's what we can do. Where's Luis? <laughs>